Welcome to the RNC podcast, where we bring you an appetizer to life's meal of <laughs> conversational topics, some of which were explored during the very few chemistry labs we had together. Yeah, we barely know each other, but we do know that our spectacular conversations had to be shared with the people. We're for the people. Anyway, so we're going to get into topics from pop culture, politics, and whatever else comes to mind. Join us right here every Tuesday by subscribing and <laughs> follow the podcast on Twitter. Okay, okay. so um, we wanted to talk about Kylie Jenner piercing her daughter's ears. What do we think? Oh, <laughs> I love the way you said that, first of all. You're like, what do we think? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's so serious. Um, honestly, like... Kylie Jenner is a serious person. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, she, like, very can predict humor. things, right? Wasn't she, like, this is the year of realizing things, and it was? So, like, That was, I like, don't... 2016. We're in 2018. Was... Get with the times. You're, you're, okay, you're right, you're right. Anyway, so, like, what's the big deal? Like, <laughs> like... There's no deal. Like she's not tattooing her baby. She's not putting the stretchers in. <laughs> imagine, imagine a baby with stretched ears. I don't want to do that. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's not like she's tattooing her baby. You know, like the baby's fine. No, yeah, like, it's not like permanent. Also, I think can't you get piercings removed? Like, don't they just close up after a while? Yeah, like that happened to me. Like, I got exactly. I had to get my ears pierced. Like, like four times because they kept closing because I wouldn't keep them in. So that sounds so gross. Yeah. Um, Anyways. So I think it's, it's fine. I mean, I get why people are triggered. It's a bit of like a consent issue. Cause it, it's like, it's traumatizing, right? Like no, it's- it hurts. Like I see a lot of 12 year old girls in the middle of Claire's <laughs> crying their eyes out. Me. <laughs> Not that I'm near Claire's all the time, but you know what I'm saying? Also, is Claire still a thing? <laughs> I was the girl in Claire's because I got it pierced there for the first time. So I know what you mean. And I didn't cry. Did Listen, it doesn't hurt. Did you, did you get your ears pierced? No, I'm pierceless. No, you, no, you're <laughs> pierceless. That's funny. Um, no, um, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. Like, it's just like the shock of the gun that they use, like the piercing gun. Cause it's like loud, but like it's fine. Like, oh, okay. Like, like literally nobody cares. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like exactly, exactly. Pierce your baby's ears. You know, everybody does it. Do it, do it, do pierce it. Pierce your baby's ears. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture you like standing behind the Claire's like glass door, like watching. <laughs> do it, do, do it. it. Literally <laughs> me. Yeah, oh my god. Basically, um. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? But do you know what I do care about? That really, it doesn't matter that much, is Forbes calling Kylie Jenner self-made. People are so annoyed by that. Do you feel? Yeah, of course they should be. She's not. (laughs) It's a lie. I don't think she... Yeah, it's like... Okay, you know what? I feel like I'm not as triggered as you. But I feel like she's not self-made because she obviously had her platform. But, but... I did watch this documentary by Harvey Levin on Chris Jenner. And Chris Jenner came from basically nothing. And when she met Rob Kardashian, or was it Bruce Jenner? It was Rob Kardashian I think it was one, first. Yeah, but but um when she met one of them, the Bruce Jenner or Rob Kardashian only had two hundred dollars. And I'm assuming it's Bruce Jenner because Robert Kardashian had a lot of money, I think, his whole life. 
I'm pretty sure. I'm not quite sure. But um, so like they didn't come from anything. So in that way, in that way, she didn't get a lot of platform. But by the time she was born, they did have a lot of money, I think. But I think the Kardashian-Jenners are more self-made than people think. Like she, nobody, if like, if it was, if it was really easy for a famous family to get to a billion dollars, every famous family would have done it by now. Like, I don't know what to talk about. Like, who's a yeah, good example? Yeah, so I think you could call maybe Kris Jenner self-made, but Kylie, no way. Like, she's, like, because she, she just still parents. did stuff. I, I believe that. Although she seems super basic, I th- still think she's at meetings, not every day, but you know, I think she still had a lot to do with it. And she did put herself out there. Like a lot of people hate her and she's, she didn't back down. And I think that's really admirable. And yeah. She did that herself. I, I can see where you're coming from, but also like where she like got all her money from it all was literally like ripping off like black designers and like you know appropriating black culture with everything to do with like the image the lip fillers and literally just plagiarism like for a lot of the design she would sell on her website like it's been proven like there are lawsuits it's just really upsetting because it's like okay it can be admirable but like there's nothing to really admire her for i don't know that's coming right. from she right has, there's a lot of issues and i think that's the same thing with every other kardashian jenner is that they eventually end up stealing somebody's design. Although I think Khloe Kardashian's line, American good or good American or something, I don't think they've stolen anything, but it's literally jeans. So it's like, how can you steal <laughs> a pattern of jeans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god, how can you steal jeans? That's really funny. But um, it is it is 2018, so I feel like anything could happen. Honestly, anything could happen. Oh, speaking of anything happening, that GoFundMe, oh... That was dark. Oh, right. And then, because Forbes was like, so she's worth 900 million USD. Um, and people were like, let's get Kylie Jenner to 1 billion. <laughs> That's so American. Like, not to put down Americans. Like, it's like, why? I want to know how, how much they've raised. Go fund me. Oh, my God. If you're going to look it up, it's going to break my Jenner. heart. It's going to break my heart. I can't. I can't think of it. Honestly, why are these people willing to raise $100 million for Kylie Jenner and not, like, I don't know, the environment, animals dying, that type of thing? Or, like, literally people dying. Like, do you know how many GoFundMe's yeah. I scroll by on the daily on Tumblr for people that are literally, like, about to die? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. But they're like, no, nah, let's raise more money for a multi-millionaire. Wait, 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 wait. You guess who this GoFundMe is run by? Who is it? You know, I'm not here to create beef on episode <laughs> one, but <laughs> but it is in the name of Fat Jew, which is, I'm pretty sure, the Fat Jewish on Instagram. And I don't want to give him that promotion, but like... Of course he would. Like, who else would, who would do that? I don't know who that Honestly. is, but I admire that you have you don't beef know. with it's this like person. It's like a meme account. I really don't like them because what he does, and I'm not going to get into it, but he just takes other people's memes and reposts them, and he used to not credit them. So, like, you, you get what I'm saying? He's, like, plagiarizing. Yeah. I mean, I hope this was a you joke, know? and I hope that it wasn't, like, serious because, oh, my God. Well, I mean, it's not closed yet, and... <laughs> People have been donating about five dollars eight hours ago, five thirteen hours ago, two hundred sixteen hours ago. 
Can you imagine? Some guy named Bill, initials BS, <laughs> donated $200 to Kylie Jenner. Or the Fat Jewish, which might not even reach Kylie Jenner ever. But Wait, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't reach we, the fat Jewish either. If it, if people are actually serious about this, can I just can we just please talk about this? Like, like what like what do you have to be thinking to be like yes, let's give a multimillionaire more money, but like what so she can be the youngest billionaire who's a woman? Like, is this like is this like is this your feminism? Like, is this your activism? Like, I don't, I can't understand I how this could possibly benefit. You know what I mean? It can't I, it can't benefit anyone. Like, the whole concept of it, it's like... Exactly. It's like, okay, but people are literally, like, dying, you know? It's like... Literally. I'm, I'm very annoyed by, I think, um, who is it? Bill Gates is doing a lot and his wife, Melinda, but they are still sitting on billions and billions of dollars. Exactly. They're not I'm doing just, enough, you know? They're exactly. not doing enough. I don't care if you've given, like, 5% of your wealth away and that's like... <laughs> five billion dollars that's a lot of money but it's i mean you're still sitting on 60 billion or more you know what i'm talking about let's talk about this i love talking about this because like did you see those tweets that are like yeah jeff bezos could uh, like eradicate like world hunger like poverty fix flint's water crisis a million times over and like still have like 20 billion in excess do you know what i mean like there's know, no reason and, somebody not- could need this much money they're just hoarding it you know like for what people are right. literally dying like people die are dying literally. like everything every day it's like like how are they how disconnected do you have to be we have to talk about elon musk later though because he's a really interesting case to study yeah, that in terms of like millionaires episode. elon but, musk is a whole episode oh i'm he's, glad we're talking about this crazy. though it's really important i know it's crazy you know what else we should talk about is uh real world feminism um, is this waitress in America who would you explain it got back at her sexual harasser? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to explain the story? She defended herself. It was great. She, yeah, she defended herself. She was, I don't know. It looked like she was just cleaning a table at her waitressing job, and some guy came up behind her and groped her, and she attacked him for that. And I, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I think that's great. I think that she attacked him. So, you know, maybe attack back. I'm not saying two wrongs make a right, but I think it's a good show for a lot of younger females. She's 21. Amelia Holden um, in Savannah, Georgia. Um, Legend. So I think it's like a great show for younger females that, you know what, maybe in this time, maybe you should. I definitely feel like... Like, even you said maybe you should attack back. Definitely you should. Like, you know, you're defending yourself. And you have to show that, you know, you won't let something like this happen. Too many people get attacked on the daily. It's terrifying. Like, I'm glad that they're teaching self-defense in schools and, like, in gym class. Because, like, like, I still think about Mm -hmm. that, like, all the time when I'm walking home, like, by myself or whatever. It's, like, it's too much of a risk. So I'm really happy she did that because it shows, like, we have that power, you know, Mm -hmm. not to be corny, but, like, you know to defend ourselves and like to let them know like no like don't don't come at me no they have to like yeah. think twice and it, and it takes a lot and i'm not saying that like people that don't stand up for themselves like not to put them down like i get that it's it's very hard but oh like, yeah of course of to, course to show people that you can you can do that and he got arrested for a few days only which i thought 
that was that was too bad um, that it was only just a few days. But he did have to give like twenty five hundred dollars, and it was right in front of his wife and two children. So I thought, oh my that was god, really yes, he got exactly what he deserved. I'm so happy. Exactly. Like, uh, I think it's a great example for his children that like, no matter who you are, you got to, what do you call it? Like pay for your wrongdoings? I, it, I feel like there's a simpler <laughs> way of like, saying that. Um, You know, like accept the consequences. Cause and consequence. Cause and consequence, basically. Yeah. yeah. I, I think agree. That's great. That was a good story. I need to actually, I really want to get more into like self-defense gyms and like learn how to fight because... It's so important. Like, I think everybody should. It's also like psychologically empowering, you know? Yeah. To feel like you can, even if you're not doing it on the daily. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know. <laughs> like, I'm watching all these shows. Like, people are like, you know, kicking butt. And it's like, wow, I want that to be me, you know, in case something happens. Because it sucks if you can't fight back. Because then you're like, oh, man, you know, you could you could literally die. So it's like, it's a life Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> You know what? Um, um, and I think that kind of perfectly segues us into the Handmaid's Tale finale, where there's like so many people who are just stuck in the society, um, mainly women, mostly women, 90% of women. Um, the, I don't think men can leave either, but there's so much like they're in such a better place, but the females, they're just, you know, they can't really fight back. Um, I don't want to like leak any spoilers, but in season two, they have started to, you know, fight back a bit. And um, I think that's really commendable too. And I think that's really great. And it's so inspiring watching that show. Whoever wrote it is incredible because just the writing Every episode in season two, it just gets better and better. And it's like, it's so, the plot is so twisted sometimes that it's like, how could this happen? But you don't think that in the time where it's just like unbelievable. It's just, it's believable, especially in this time with the political atmosphere and everything that actually is happening, you know, like the border issues in America, the United States. Can we call it the United States? Isn't, but like... My actually, one of my teachers was really mad about that. I said, like, stop calling like just the U.S. America. Like everything is America: North, South, Central. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, that happened. I have a lot of thoughts on The Handmaid's Tale. I might, I might go off. It's a warning. I might go off. I probably will. Okay, go off. I made a thread about it because I was so mad. But um, because because kind of what gets me about like books and like shows like the handmaid's tale it's kind of like they're they're putting this real situation that happens so many times it's literally the the book is based on you know circumstances things that have happened in other countries they're like oh we're gonna put it in our western society our developed country you know to like to to show you that like oh this could happen and like oh you should all beware and and you know what i mean like in English class, especially because I had to read it for English class, I was so upset because, like, we would spend so much time being like, oh, what did she mean through this? Like, is this a cautionary tale? Like, like we need to, like, deconstruct everything she put in here, you know, the meaning and, like, and, like, oh, it's in Western society. I'm like, and I was literally like, do you know that gift from America's top Next Top Model that's like, I just want to let you know, like, people have war in their countries. Like, <laughs> like, that's how I feel. It's like, you know, this is already happening all over the world. Like, oh, why can't we right. focus on that, you know? like I, Yeah, I feel like 
people that um, aren't in North America living or have never lived in North America um, are really going to find this interesting that like, or find it not interesting in the I already know it because it's it's really prevalent is the fact that North Americans just don't care until it happens to them. Exactly. You know, like exactly. They'll hear it on the news and they're like, well, you know, like I'm not gonna name a country because I think that's offensive, but yeah. Um something happened to this country and blah blah blah. And they're just kinda like, well, that makes sense. They're all like poor or something, or yeah. they're all like this or that. And then they'll just go on with their lives and not see anything really happen. They they I feel like we or they or whatever, I feel like I complain a lot too, um, is the fact that we just complain without any action, you know? think that, yeah, I think the first step is education and really putting an effort to um, unfollow or something, um, all those like accounts that are really not educating you. Like who cares what um, that some Instagram model did with her life the other day. Like, you know, if the content you're consuming isn't inspiring or educating, why are you mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. consuming it? It's a waste of time. So I think the first step is educating yourself and surrounding yourself because it is important. It does affect you. Um, and I think that's the first step. And then you can, there's rallies every day. And I'm really proud that all over the world, there's been um, protests and stuff. You know, there's ways you can donate to charity. You can do whatever. I think donating is really important. Um, You have to really watch out that where your money is going is where you think it's going, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot you can do, maybe. Um, I know what you mean. I think people don't need to really go out every day and do something. I think that'll, like, really burn you out. But if you donate to a few charities, um, if you put time in it's kind of like every other weekend that type of thing to help the homeless I don't know like go out and rally like the women's march that's really important look at what's happening with plastic straws you know like all these companies are like you know what by this year we're gonna like completely get rid of them and I feel like why is it taking you a few years to get rid of them you can just stop making them but um that's a whole different thing but um yeah, I think that was because people were like, no, we we want an environment for ourselves to live in, our children to live in, because environmental factors um, due to global warming, or I don't know if that's even the right grammar, mm-hmm. um, they're happening every day. Like, you can see it, you know? And it's too bad that it's getting to that point where culture, where it's just... It, it does, nothing changes until it happens to you. you know? Yes. Can we, let's talk about that more. Cause that's what really I was feeling with the handmaid's tale was it just makes me so upset and sad that people really won't take action and really won't think about the implications of like, you know, like a society, like whatever Gilead or whatever it's called. Like they really won't mm-hmm. take it seriously until they see people that look like them and are living in a similar culture environment to them to be like oh mm-hmm. man that can really happen to us eh? like you know we could we gotta we gotta be aware but the thing is the big problem i find with media like the handmaid's tale is that because it gets adapted into a like a television series and it gets to be like all like sensationalized like people really start to almost detach themselves from Detach, the content yeah. so they kind of you know like they're like oh my handmaid's so it'll just kind of slowly like, creep up i think 
literally it's like they're like oh let's write fan fiction and like let's like this is my handmade persona and like and like they, they try to treat it like they, they really desensitize themselves and like they treat it as kind of more just fiction and they really don't understand the implications that maybe Atwood was trying to go for in her like original mm-hmm. you know intent it's just really really upsetting like <laughs> that like yeah people, and I don't I don't want to take away from the people that actually do see that you know, The Handmaid's Tale isn't just a TV show. Um, the writers are really great in um, not making it too unrealistic. Like, all the things that happen in this TV show could happen today, you know. Well, not necessarily today. There's no Gilead today, per se. But like, there are in know. other places, you know. Like that's Yeah, for thing. sure, for sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it'll just end up creeping up on a lot of people if people continue to just not educate themselves. And I'm really, although I'm really happy that a lot of people are choosing to educate themselves, even myself, like once things in the United States started to happen um, for that, that election, um, I really did take some time to like really understand what was happening because you can read the headlines um, and then, you know, go about your day and it's kind of like, Oh wow. He, did this today he did that today um but like why did he do that uh well, what does it mean you know that type of thing that's how far people need to go and further um yeah and i feel like i have to give thanks to chelsea handler because she had her show <laughs> around around the time of the election because um of netflix and i think that it was really good of them to keep her on their platform because they have such a large platform Mm-hmm. yeah I mean like yeah like I'm glad that for some people like they'll watch The Handmaid's Tale and they're like oh this really happens I'm going to do some more research into like when it's actually happened in real life and like you know the problems with it it's like good on you like I'm glad that you know you're taking that step but like a lot of people like do you know those people that compare like they compared during the election like they were like oh my god like Trump is like President Snow or like like Voldemort and they're like making all these like Harry Potter and like Hunger Games connections and I was like oh, really mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I was like that's kind of like, like yeah it's so cringy it's like please like please this is our <laughs> yeah like people's lives you know <laughs> like it's it's too much ah yeah. oh, so depressing <laughs> this is episode one <laughs> anyways I think we should move on any fun music you want to talk about for this week to wrap up literally oh do you listen you probably don't listen to them but ariana grande do we i care? love ariana grande why don't you think i listen to okay let's talk about ariana grande okay that's a good way to close it i think a lot i think of people i like think her. it's really i well i fucking hate her new music Me okay too. so um I, th- I feel like we should talk about ariana grande yes let's talk about do her we care think we care we care we We both care about her this is funny it's rare that we both find a topic we care about so to be honest it's so weird like let's clear up why we talk about our chemistry labs so (laughs) so do you want to explain it (laughs) you can explain it okay so basically um we were both in the same chemistry class and we had to like we were in the same lab section so we had to I know, like it was the first day and we had to partner up and then you just walked up to me. You're like, hey, want to be my lab partner? And I was like, sure. <laughs> no, literally, because I was like, okay, I need, to, this is the worst part of um, school in general, for me anyways, is finding people to work with or working with other people. And me I feel too. like that's the same for a lot of people. But I was like, I need to find somebody 
that's kind of standing alone because I know either one, they're going to have somebody coming uh, later or um, two, they're just alone like me. <laughs> me. <laughs> so then, then I saw you and I was like, wait, it's like two minutes into the lab start. So like, I feel like there's nobody coming to be her lab partner. So let's just be lab partners. And then I feel like we got along really well. We did. We are our lab. Like our labs were iconic. Like I don't know our conversations. They were, kind of they were really funny, actually. Yeah. Like we shouldn't have they talked and laughed as much as we did, but we did, and I'm glad we did. Like, but we did. But we got really good marks. Like we had people coming up to us asking for help. <laughs> that was so which funny. Which was so funny. <laughs> so I funny. Literally, I had no idea what. That's the thing is like you came prepared. You were the prepared one. Like you did your pre lab. You knew like the subject. You had like done some studying. And I was the one that I was like, I literally have no idea what's going on, but I'm going to try to figure it out like during the lab. But yeah, but the was. thing is, yeah, but the thing is I'd come prepared because I would know that like if I didn't at least try, I'd be so lost. Whereas you would not come prepared and you'd be figuring it all out like you did. I feel like you did a lot of the work and I was just kind of like sitting there. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Don't discount yourself. I kind of like, I'm good at figuring stuff out in the moment. Cause for me, if I don't have that pressure, I literally won't care. That's why I could never focus on my pre-lab. Cause I'm like, I literally don't care. But like, if I'm in that lab situation where it's like two hours, like I'll actually try to figure it out. But like, that's why it was useful. Cause you came with the, like the, the background knowledge and I was kind of just like, okay, like, Let's do this. Here's then, what we're going to do. Yeah, here's what we're going to do. And then people would come up it's to like, us and they'd be like, you got the puzzle pieces. Let's put them together. Exactly. You so. you brought the puzzle pieces and I put them together. It's, that's actually a really good like yeah. metaphor for, and for us. I know, right? I'm so smart. Um, <laughs> Your mind. <Monica. laughs> yeah, so I think we did pretty well. And I'm not going to say our marks, but <laughs> actually we got like, what, 90 on one lab. On one of them. That and was like you one noticed, of our top moments. You, yeah, no, but we got 90s, like, basically every time. Um, not trying to break. I've never gotten a 70 in that lab. Actually, the first time I did, because I didn't do the last question. Yeah. yeah and then, but you noticed that our teacher's assistant, TA, <laughs> got something wrong. And you, I was literally like, we got like a 90, 95 something. Um, we can just be happy with this. And then you were like, no. <laughs> and then you went up to <laughs> And you got us to 100%, and I was dead. I think that was our only 100%. It was. I and I, listen, I'm really proud of that moment because usually I'm not one to complain. But with him, I knew he got it wrong because I was like, no, this is blatantly wrong. Was, yeah, he clearly got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and God. I was just sitting there like, labs are hard, and I've never gotten 90s in labs in my life. So, like... That's our power. Our, we, we, were, we were really like a dynamic duo. Like when people would come up yeah. to us, that's when I knew like. Literally, oh. we'd be talking about like our favorite TV shows on Netflix. And then we'd just like look up and be so startled by these people that were like, can we get. <laughs> but it was kind of annoying sometimes because we'd be stressing to finish our like last stuff. And they'd come up to us be like, can oh, you yeah, explain this to us? Oh yeah, we always finish last. And we always finish last, which is so funny because like. Even though we knew what we were doing more probably like than most people in the lab, like we would still finish we'd like finish the latest that. because we'd always be talking and like, <laughs> like you know talking or like it would take us a while to really understand what to do, you know, like that those lab instructions were confusing. But anyway, we were. Um, I'm proud of us though. I think we did really well. Okay, so that's our background. Yeah. That's the backstory. So that's our background. That's why we talk about chemistry labs. <laughs> 
because it's how it, it brought us together. So, and now we continue. Okay, Ariana Grande. I agree with you. I don't like her new songs. I kind of like No Tears Left to Cry and um, God is a Woman. But, like, I'm still not, like, like, the light is coming. I couldn't listen to that. I was really upset. Yeah, okay, so when, um, what was it? What's her, what was her first release called? Where is um, this week? Wasn't, wasn't it, called? um, like, the first, what do you mean? Like, the, the, the really good one? Wasn't that Dangerous Woman? Oh, it was No Tears Left to Cry. Oh, that, and, that. Okay, so I, she teased it on Instagram, um, and it was, like, her sending out with, like, a bunch of Ariana Grande voices, and I was like, whoa, this vibe is crazy. Um, and she was, like, posting a bunch of, like, clouds and moons and, like, whatever. And I was like, whoa, this this album's going to, like, vibe. Um, and then the song was released, and I was like, what the f- <laughs> <laughs> Literally me. I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was like, what is this? And then the video, I watched the video, too, and I was like, okay, first of all, you know that hallway where it, like, spins? Yeah. That does that not look like Spy Kids two or one or three or whatever? Did you see that? Oh my god, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of the high school musical scene where he's like um singing that song about choosing between basketball and like theater and like the hallway spins. Somebody made a gift no, no, set no, no, on no. Tumblr you... comparing them. It's the same thing. Okay, we need to but no, I'm gonna post it on our Twitter once we get it. But um you need to Google right now Spy Kids whatever hallway. Oh, it's the one with the thumbs. Have you watched that one? Spy Kids what? The one with what? The thumbs. The mo- the Spy Kids with the thumbs. That that movie. I think there's like three or four or whatever. And there's one movie and there's evil thumbs or whatever. And that building looks exactly like Ariana Grande's video. Is I'm it like with the fight shaking. scene? Is it a fight scene that you're talking about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, I can see what you mean, and you're right. The hallway does look like exactly the same. Maybe they literally the same. The same. So I was like, "Wow, she not only created a really boring song, although <laughs> I really I I like it now." Which okay. one? No tears left but to cry. No tears left to cry. You know what? I still I'm not sure about. What is the light is coming? I don't like that one. Minash. I thought it was it hyped a bit too much. It, you know, I was waiting yeah. for Nicki Minaj to go off, and I thought it was way too short. She just came in and left. <laughs> she just came and said goodbye. You're right. <laughs> I, what I hated about that song was just, you know that vocal in the background where he's like, you wouldn't let anybody speak or something? That was the problem. That really got me. I that was so who funny. Who produced that on that track? Who mixed it? Because that audio is too loud it's almost as loud as you're singing it's like no that's supposed to be in the background like it's not supposed to be as it's loud like as it is dj khaled or something just in the background it's not dj khaled it's like from like some no it's not but thing. it's like his have you ever seen his like performances where he's just like yelling random stuff <laughs> yeah. out and i'm just kind of like literally um, like ugh, i just i'm really upset anyways. with that with that track like i feel like could have been more. I feel like I'm upset with all of her videos, but um, I've grown to like, I've liked God is a Woman from the very start, mm-hmm. and I've grown to like No Tears Left to Cry, but The Light is Coming is still still not very good. I agree. Um, I, I also, I like God is a Woman too. I like the beat of it, um, and I like No Tears Left to Cry. I love the, the background with like the choir when they're singing, or is it just her? I don't know, but... <laughs> 
But you know what I really love? There's a No Tears Left to Cry Into You mashup, and that is amazing. That's really good. Yeah. You need to link me on that. We'll I put will. it on our Twitter. You will, because, okay, can we please talk about Into You? Because I think that's her best song. That's my favorite. I always go back to that one. Right? Like, I wish she would release more music yeah. like that. Like, that was iconic. Like, that secured the, like, like legend spot. Dangerous Woman um, and the, her album before that were really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like, were. Like, there's certain songs that really... I feel like... Oh, I forget the song. But no, Dangerous Woman was such a good album. I really liked that one. And her aesthetic? I'm really worried that her sweeteners... Yeah, her Dangerous Woman aesthetic was good. I feel like she keeps hyping things up and not telling the truth. You know, <laughs> I feel like she did. <laughs> you know? Ariana Grande is lying to, to us. Episode oh name. <laughs> I feel like she is, though, because she's so much more powerful than, like, these songs that she releases. Like, they're obviously... You know what so I think really ruined it for everybody? Was when Side to Side was number one for a long time, but Into You was never top ten. I think that was when our society failed. Like, <laughs> like how could how could Into You, Into you never be top ten, but Side to Side be number one for, like, weeks on end? I think that's when she thought, oh, people like Side to Side more than that, I'm going to do that more. And, like, have more you know pop type of like do you know what i mean right it was just really really and she said she was like this is my most mature album i love it the most and i'm like is that you marketing yourself or do you actually like it the most because this is so far the album i hate the most yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and even the aesthetic too like dangerous woman she looked amazing i I feel like those knee-high boots those like i just got i like the sweetener aesthetic (laughs) You like the sweetener aesthetic? I don't really like her makeup. I like that like vibey. I hated the light is coming video though. The oh yeah, but yeah, her sweetener Instagram account. I like that. It's yeah, lots of moons, lots of like clouds and stuff, and like black and white all the time now. Now that she's in this era, and like that's really inspired me to use the black and white filter on Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really basic of me? I like use it for everything now. And clouds are my favorite. Also, speaking in no caps. Speaking in no caps. Me too. Me too. Also, she key smashes a lot. I've noticed. And I'm, I'm like, okay, good job. Queen of key smashing. Like, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> like oh, she, I hate that. I love that. I don't know what you're talking about. I hate that. Most annoying things ever. Okay, now I know her. not to do it anymore around you. <laughs> no, you, you started to key smash this morning. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, so I feel like we should sign out. Are we done? I think we're done. I'm not done with Sweetener, though. I just don't like her makeup, but I like the videos. I like the videos. You like the videos. I hated the videos. I was like, what is this concept? It's a weird concept, but I don't care because they're, like, pretty. Like, the scene in um, No Choose Left to Cry when she's, like, hanging in those lights, I love that. Yeah, but I feel like it was was all kind of choppy. Same with God is a Woman. I was like... None of these really like yes. flow. All these scenes are like you're absolutely right. It is choppy. Um, but I like yeah, that. I I completely agree you know with what? you. I'm like, really vibing with no tears left to cry. Ugh, you have to listen to the into you mashup. It's superior. It's okay. so much better. Okay. Well, I'll send it to you. That is the vibe. I like it when she says, "What was it again?" Um, I don't like it when she's like picking it up. Like, I oh, like that's, that was I was just about to mention. Much. That's like my next favorite part. I liked it more when she was like singing and she was sad. I don't know, but I, I hope she like releases more good songs like Into You. Like that's what I'm hoping. And also that video was so powerful. 
And then which one? Like the Into You video. I love that aesthetic. Oh, like you're, the pink and the you're coming back with the Into You. You really like that song, didn't you? I do. Like you know my what? favorite. This should be Ariana Grande's vibe forever. Is Dangerous Woman slash... Did I say woman weird? Dangerous Woman slash... Um, Christmas and Chill. Did you listen to that EP? Oh my god. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Ama- December, amazing. Although, Winter Things didn't really like vibe with the other tracks, but I still loved it. It was a great song. But I listen to it mm-hmm. every Christmas and I'm like, this is my vibe for like, <laughs> uh, like when does uh, Halloween end? October 31st. So like November, December, and then January because January is so depressing. It is. It really is. Do you want to talk about her getting engaged? Um, yeah, we need to talk about Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Go on. Yeah. <sighs> okay, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. I'm happy for her if it's real. I really hope it is. Um, but even if it is, like, I don't know what to think. Like, I just think that they, they look good together. Good for them. I was just thinking that, like, I feel like we're going to get a lot of people saying, like, you don't have anything to say because there's nothing for you to say. Like, you know, it's like none of your business. And it is none of our business, but, like, it's also just something to talk about, you know. But um, so I just wanted to say that before people got triggered. But I feel like it happened kind of quickly, but I also feel like it might have happened behind the scenes, you know. It's true. We didn't. And then they got married. I mean, they got engaged. Engaged. Hopefully they're engaged for a while. She has a tour to go on. Imagine if she just stops her tour just to get married. <laughs> imagine she got married imagine? on her tour. She was like, sweetener, hi. <laughs> hi, Madison oh Square God, Garden. No. This is Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariana Grande Davidson. Do you think she would change? I don't think Ariana, she would hyphenate it. No, I think she's like, no. I feel like her fans would be like, no. Also, I feel like people who are in like the public eye just don't change their names because like consistency. Unless you're Jenna Dewan yeah. Tatum, which is now just Jenna yeah. Dewan. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, Pete <laughs> anyway. Davidson, Ariana Grande. I watched Pete Davidson on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live all the time. Like I watched that show on the regular. And then it was weird because these two worlds that like I never really thought would clash kind of clashed. And I was like, whoa. I like Pete Davidson. Like he's funny. Um... Yeah, I, I don't, I disagree with his Clinton tattoo, though. I was like, oh, buddy, that's so extra. <laughs> like, yeah. I like it's, Ariana it's Grande's like, tattoos, uh, actually. Oh, I haven't seen them. I think she has, like, a heart, and, like, she has a bunch of small ones, and I really like small tattoos. Would you ever get a people. tattoo? Would I ever get a tattoo? I feel like, yeah, for sure would. What would you get? I feel like I'd be too nervous to get, like, a big tattoo that, like, wouldn't fade after a while. So, like, probably not a big tattoo unless it was, like, semi-permanent or whatever. Or is it semi-potato-potato? I have no idea what <laughs> yeah, you just um, said. <laughs> that was all incomprehensible. Cut that like, right what? out. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I feel like, yeah, no big tattoos. But, like, yeah, I'd go for, like, a small tattoo for sure. Would you? I don't know. I don't think – I don't know if I would. I don't – I don't, mm, it's cute, but like, I don't think I could deal with something being on me permanently. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's too much of a commitment. Like, like I can't, I I can't imagine. Maybe if it's like a flower, because I love like, you know, roses, (laughs) get it. (laughs) But, um, uh, but you're right. I do like the smaller tattoo aesthetic, like big ones. I just think are so like good for you if you're getting them, but it's just such a commitment, you know? That's how I feel with hair dye too. Like, I think I'd only do it if it was, like, semi-permanent. Because, like, 
Can you get permanent hair dye? Yeah, it just like grows out or whatever, like, right? Yeah. Didn't you dye your hair? Yeah. Did I dye my hair? No. Why do I think that you, for some reason, had blonde hair once? I don't know. Oh, my Snapchat Bitmoji was had white hair for the longest <gasps> yes, time. Yes, that's what I thought, and I was like, "Do you want to get?" Because I'm gonna hair? get it next year for sure. Yeah, no, for sure, I'd love that. I feel like that would be that would be really great. I don't know if it's really my, the aesthetic I like want to go for, but it's like the aesthetic that I am. You know how like you're always kind of like. Oh, this is the brand I want to be, and then this is the brand I actually am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you keep like making the brand you are bigger, but like looking at the brand you want to be. I feel like <laughs> white hair is so odd, though. Like, good for you, but I mean, you're going to get it anyway when you get old, right? I don't know. I feel like you're stripping. The <laughs> Why not start now? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you're stripping the pigment of your hair so early, you know? It's, it's, so, it's so interesting. I think silver's nice, though. Yeah. Like Ariana Grande's new hair. I think it's Ariana pretty. Grande, see, this ties. Um, yeah, no, I really like that. It's kind of growing out for her right now, and she needs to re-dye it because I don't like seeing roots. I like her roots. I feel like it kind of grounds her more. I don't know. Reminds me of, like... I don't like it. I don't know. You know what I mean? She needs to re-dye it. And okay, see, anyway. That was a good way so, to wrap it up. I'm glad we went for Ariana Grande because it was getting too much right there. We were, we were heading yeah, into, we were like, getting class really, wars. So, basically... We're not against anybody. We're for the people. We're for the people. As we say in our opening. In our opening. <laughs> we're for we're the people. For the people. <laughs> A podcast for Anyways, the people. <laughs> yeah. So that has been the RNC podcast. Uh, join us right here every Tuesday. Subscribe and follow our Twitter. It's going to be up within 24 hours. And it should be up by the time you're listening to this because this is going up on Tuesday because every Tuesday guys subscribe yeah, we have a lot of editing to do um also like in case you couldn't tell I'm R and he's C so like yeah well, <laughs> we never really we never really said anything about we that we never introduced ourselves subscribe follow yeah. our Twitter let us know what you want to see more of don't be afraid to like you know reach out and we're definitely open to taking suggestions. <laughs> reach out we're a great helpline no although uh, we, you we need actually to consult are. your doctor and <laughs> We take no legal <laughs> consequences. We're going to cut everything Okay, see you next time. Bye. 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 Talk to you soon.